0: Okay. So you're still here. You haven't unfollowed me yet. (laughs) Or maybe you didn't uh, listen to my plot twist episode, the one right before this, episode 222, where I share my big plot twist with you about spirituality. And yeah, if you haven't listened to that yet, go ahead and listen to that. It kind of sets the stage for this conversation as well. Um, Yeah. So another update. So obviously you guys know... If you've been listening at all, I even saw the title of some of the podcast episodes um, that I'm on a digital minimalism journey too. So I'm digital detoxing and it's been like an ongoing journey. Really, it's been going on for years. I've been trying to get away from social media for years. I've been talking about it for years, <laughs> but I always had this excuse while I run my business from social media. And so one of the things I mentioned in last week's episode is that I've noticed I'm really Living not in alignment with my values, and this is one. This is a really good example because I, I feel like social media. Now, there are good parts. I think Facebook Marketplace and Facebook groups are powerful tools. They really aren't social media. They they involve real life. <laughs> I mean, Facebook groups can be obviously people all over the world can be the same group, but you can meet people in real life through Facebook groups. And marketplace, obviously, um, buying and selling things is wonderful with with our neighbors. So aside from that, I'm just not into it. I think it causes more harm than good for our society, especially if you have the apps on your phone, which is how most people are accessing it, right? Um, Because they're highly addictive and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But I always had this, well... I have to run this business on social media. So once again, I'm taking another step back. I officially decided not to use my main account anymore. My main Instagram account. It's Leah Party. Now, I'm not deleting it. I'm going to occasionally share things on there, probably, especially if there's something that kind of feels... um, like I like if I'm on someone else's podcast, I want to share the episode because that's part of the collaboration, right? I'll probably occasionally do things like that. But as far as sharing things, sharing to my stories especially, but sharing posts, um, I kind of feel like I have to be done with that because like what kind like that's just me living so out of alignment with my values, right? So it's a lie that I have to do those things too. It's a lie that I have to be on there, posting the stories and and whatever and um posting posts. so how will you stay in touch with me this podcast? obviously, and my email blog my email blog goes out weekly. It's kind of like an it's kind of like an Instagram post form, but it's longer, so it's more like a blog post and it's my it, it gets to be deeper because of that um It's deeper, it's more vulnerable, it's more raw than I feel like I can share on social media, and it's a really beautiful place to hear from me once a week. So if you're interested in that, I'll leave the link to that in the show notes. I don't send spammy salesy stuff. You're going to get a blog post once a week-ish, maybe every other week sometimes. Um, Yeah, not like salesy, two days left to sign up for no. Nothing wrong with those, but just so we're on the same page, that's not what this is. This is a blog going out. Now, occasionally there's things for sale within, like I'll share something at the end of the blog post, but that's going to be my main way to communicate with you guys that in this podcast. Um, you know, there's so many reasons and so many things behind this, but it has to be done. I have to step away. I can't, I can't be someone who shares to social media but then doesn't believe in social media. And I'm not doing that anymore. Now my photography account, I don't even know if I talked about this on the podcast yet. But for those of you who live in Pittsburgh, I have started a photography business. So it's a branch of obviously of my existing business. Um, and it does have its own Instagram page, which I will occasionally update with new photos to to make that sort of a gallery, right? And I will use that page to do some outreach and some giveaways and things like that. Um, Yeah. But just taking steps, taking steps to get away from it. Um, Ideally, I want to figure out a way to just not really be on there hardly at all, if at all, at all. (laughs) Um, And it is hard because it is the place for business these days, but there are other ways to do it and I need to figure that out. So it was like a big step today. I went on my It's Leah really Party page and I updated the bio to say, like, I'm not here much. So that felt like, a, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this, you know? Um, yeah. So that's the update there. And um, let's get into prayer as a two-way street. So you heard my announcement about Christianity and renewing kind of my faith there. I want to share what Christianity felt like to me and meant to me five years ago before my spiritual awakening journey, right? So this is before I had ever listened to podcasts. This is before I had ever meditated, ever journaled, um, before I knew about the law of attraction, before I started any of my business blogging stuff, whatever. So I considered myself a Christian. And that to me meant I believed in God and Jesus. And that was basically it. That was what I believed a Christian was. So it was all about belief. That was the core of being a Christian. And um, I knew some things were important, obviously, the Ten Commandments and prayer. But prayer to me looked like telling God what I needed. Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, this person I know is sick. Can you help them? Can you forgive me for this? Right? Asking for things. But I also felt like don't ask for too much. And I also felt guilty anytime I prayed for myself because there's starving children in the world. Right? And then there were things like Sabbath which is which i had considered was something that really religious people did like super religious people do that they're not allowed to do anything on sunday because god will get mad and i felt like there was a lot of judgment from christians um i felt like people who were super religious um who are super into christianity were very judgmental and kind of scary to be around you kind of had to like feel like you had to walk on eggshells, like don't say anything bad. And you kind of want to hide things from them. That in a nutshell is what I basically felt about Christianity. Now growing up, I, I really loved it as a kid. I loved church. I've, I loved Jesus. I felt like I always had God with me. Um, but then along the along the years, um, as as I sort of went off track too with my life, I started feeling more that judgment and shame and all of that. So that's, yeah, that's what it felt like. And so <laughs> then when I discovered meditation and kind of the whole world of new age spirituality, I still prayed to the same God. Like I've always prayed to God. I mean, at times I would use the word the universe, like it, but really it always felt like God to me. Um... But the thing with meditation was, and 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 honestly, letting go of the religious part of the whole thing, the whole equation. Letting go of the religious part of the equation. Let me release a lot of shame and judgment, which is interesting because, like, one of the big things that Jesus was teaching is is being non judgmental. But <laughs> when I started meditating, especially. I started feeling like this was um, a relationship I was building with God. And so I remember early on, like seeing a quote somewhere or reading somewhere that um, prayer is asking and meditation is listening. And I thought, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I started to build this relationship with God and I felt like I could feel his presence and, and hear things that he was saying to me in meditation specifically. And so I just didn't feel like I needed the religious part or the rules or all that stuff. But what's interesting is the way that I'm seeing things now with the way that I view Christianity now and what it means to be Christian is so starkly different from what it looked like before. So the way I see it now, like I'm, I'm reading the gospels myself. I'm reading the, the words of Jesus and, and his, um, his life as it's written in the New Testament. And I'm like, wow, it feels like I've never read it before. Maybe I have a different perspective. I mean, it's been a long time, maybe seven or eight years. Um, But Jesus all throughout the gospels went away into solitude to pray. That's what he did all the time. It's a big part of his life. (laughs) And you know, the word pray like when i read the word pray in the bible i always just have felt like the word pray means to like ask god for something right it it always kind of from a religious sense it always felt like a one-way street but that's not what the word prayer means at all if you look up the word prayer just about anywhere it's a communication you know, it's a a communion, it's a communication, it's a relationship between a human and God. And so in that sense, prayer is a hell of a lot like meditation. Now, the word meditation is used a lot in the Bible itself, but specifically in the Gospels, I've noticed it says Jesus, you know, went into the desert to pray, for example. And surely that means pray as in a communication receiving guidance asking receiving being with god right that's that's the way i'm taking it now um which is feels like meditation to me at least in the way that i've done it which has always involved god and i don't know why the christian church doesn't involve this and maybe they do maybe i just haven't walked into that kind of a church yet. But growing up, I was around a lot of Christians. I went to several churches, like I always went to my friends churches. And I the way I was taught to pray is you thank God for things, you give thanks, you ask for things, you whatever. It was not a two way street. And especially, it was not like this meditative situation where you're in just being, where you are just quieting your mind, inviting God in and being with God. That's not something I ever heard of in the Christian faith um growing up. Never heard it, never knew anyone who did it. Maybe they just didn't share it. I don't know. Um, but recently as I've rediscovered Christianity and I've been, you know, listening to some pastors Um, I especially love John Mark Comer. I mentioned him last episode. I've been listening to his sermons, um, on YouTube, as well as his podcast. And this is a lot of what he talks about. And it's something I've, I just had never heard that perspective before with Jesus. You think of, of the Buddha, you think of Buddhism with meditation. Um, so it's interesting. So, so my view of Christianity now is, is so different. To be a Christian is to be someone who seeks to be like Jesus. Now, I had heard that one before, but it always honestly felt cringy. Like, what do you mean be like Jesus? Like, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? But here's the thing. We're all following someone or something. We're following the right or we're following the left, right? We're following different ideologies. We're following different influencers. We're following different speakers or authors or podcasters. We're all like, we're all following. We're we're not just coming up with everything in our heads on our own. And all of our ideas are not our own. So to be a follower of Jesus, I don't feel cringy about that like I would have before. Because I've, I've admitted to myself that. I'm going to be following someone, you know? Um, and so to be a follower of Jesus, as he invites everyone to do that, he comes up, you know, comes across in the gospels, he invites people to follow him. And that means to walk in his ways. So it's more of a lifestyle than anything else. It's more of a lifestyle than a religion. It's it's more about being like Jesus, living the kind of life that he lived, and and following his values that he that he shared with the people. Now, obviously it takes some reading between the lines, it takes some inferring, it takes some, you know, communication with God to know like what would Jesus do in this day and age in 2024. Things are a lot different. But time and time again, when he was asked, what is the most important thing? like what is the most important thing we need to do to enter the kingdom of heaven, right? And he said love. Time and time again he said love. And um uh, yeah, that was that was missing for me before. And I think the big reason why is because I wasn't meditating. I wasn't praying as a communication, as a two-way street. So to enter into prayer would involve quieting your mind, much like with meditation, mindfulness, asking, listening, being. And what does that feel like? That feels like love. That feels like joy and peace and resting and to me that is the most important part about being a christian and it's the most important thing i was doing for the past five years i just didn't think it had anything to do with christianity and so yeah this is how I believe you become filled up with the Holy Spirit, with compassion, with love. You know, I feel like if you imagine what Jesus was like, I believe he was radiating love. He was a compassionate dude. And he talked about love a lot. <laughs> I, I believe he radiated joy and peace and love. And that's why people followed him. Of course, obviously, he was doing, you know, miracles and stuff. And they were like, whoa, okay. But love is at the root of all of it. And we tap into that love through prayer as a two-way street, meditation, contemplative prayer, whatever you want to call it. Um, inviting God into our, our couple of minutes that we have to really just be. And seeing what that feels like and seeing what kind of guidance we receive. Yeah, that's what was missing for me before was prayer as a two-way street. And, um, and becoming Christ-like to me is more about living that lifestyle of generosity, of compassion, of kindness, of love of going into solitude to pray, (laughs) having a relationship with God. It's more of a lifestyle than anything else to me. And it's so easy to make excuses, but we all have a few minutes a day where we can just be in, in solitude. We all have a few minutes a day where we can quiet our mind. Now it doesn't happen overnight. It's a daily practice. It's a discipline. It's, a, it's you deciding this is really, 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 really important to you. Whether you're, whether you're in a relationship with God and Jesus or whether you just wanna relieve stress and anxiety from your life and you want to be more joyful and happy and at peace. We have to take these minutes to let go of the just craziness going on in our minds. All the jumbled thoughts, all the worries, all the anxieties, all the things we're hiding from ourselves. We have to give ourselves time to just be. And that's when everything reveals itself to us. <sighs> Prayer is a two way street. <laughs> with a beautiful park bench right in the middle where you sit and you rest. And uh, you just be, you just be with God. So for Lent this year, I've always practiced Lent, even when I was not at all interested in religion. I always practiced Lent because I thought it was a cool spiritual practice. That was really powerful. And this year you guys, I'm giving up TV. (laughs) Uh, I'm someone who always has a show. I'm someone who every time you talk to me, I'm like, have you seen this show? Oh my gosh, it's so good, right? That's how I sound because I'm always addicted to a show and it's always a binge worthy show. And most of the time it's garbage because it's not actually fulfilling me. It's, you know, violence and Um, everything that goes against my values is in most TV shows that I noticed today. So it's not fulfilling me. I want to use my time in ways that really fill me up. So for 40 days and 40 nights starting today, because today is Valentine's Day and also the first day of Lent, (laughs) um, no TV for me. I'm also going to be practicing Sabbath for the first time. Now I do have like photo shoots booked on Sundays that's my best day for photography it's a, the day that my husband can watch clara because sometimes he works saturdays um so it's you know it's going to look the way that it can right now so what the big thing is no social media and no checking my email um if i if i if i'm hosting a workshop or i'm you know doing a photo shoot whatever Um, but I'm going to like, do like avoid chores, like no cleaning the house. Obviously I have to take care of Clara and I have to cook dinner and stuff like that. But so, so it's, it's, you know, it's going to be the way that it's practical for me right now, but it's also just a reminder to like, keep that day as a day to make sure that I'm, you know, doing my spiritual practices, making sure that I'm meditating and doing yoga and praying and, um, going to church or listening to a sermon online, and being with God, and making that the most important part of my life. So that is my, those are my two things for Lent. (laughs) Bringing in the Sabbath and giving up TV. Oh my gosh, so crazy. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you here with that. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.